Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Warning, the podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. The jerk-offs. Oh, I know. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 232. Not on Pro Nation's watch. Fans first. Shouts out to Fun Angle 4, Alexandra Lacombre 778, Lovely Liz XO, and Enter the Mix on Instagram. Also a shout out to Mary Beth Sullivan of Akron, Ohio on Facebook. Here is your post of the week by The Real Martin Luther on Instagram. Stalin called the farmers the enemies of the people by expropriating them. The state took control of food production. Then 7 million Russians were starved to death. Now, 100 years later, the World Economic Forum is opening the War on Farmers. I know, amateurs. Oh, Lou, that's not going to happen. Just like censorship, forced vaccinations, riots, a compromised justice system rigged elections, and people who exposed Epstein's island and other opponents who speak out against our current administration aren't getting murdered. It is happening. In fact, the EU just released a new policy document to start buying out the land from Dutch farmers, saying that any farmer who sells their farm to the Netherlands government can no longer farm anywhere in the EU. Oh, before we get started... I've been hacked by Donald Trump, and I'll take it. Did you see what Donald Trump said about his campaign? He said, it's not just a campaign. It's a movement. Five seasons, 232 episodes and counting, always 
been my tag for this show. But President Trump, you're welcome to use it. Here's what's happening at Amateur Nation. Step one. Topic number one. You know, I never had a problem with the bravado of some pro athletes like Muhammad Ali, Randy Moss, John McEnroe, Terrell Owens, Mike Tyson, Larry Bird, Deion Sanders, Michael Jordan, to name a few. Usually, the ones who trash talk the most that I didn't mind were, in general, good guys. Or at least you didn't hear anything about them that made me think they were of bad moral fiber or character. And if there were any pro athletes I've liked over the years that I later found out they were corrupt or scumbags or criminals or in the case of whiny flopper Hall of Famer communist Lakami James, yes, I have a major problem. And I know I'm not the only one. And no, he doesn't care. Here we have, arguably, the second greatest NBA player of all time. And no, I will not entertain the idea that he is better than Michael Jordan. Jordan is undefeated in NBA championships. He changed the game, how it was played and marketed. He elevated the play of his teammates and his opponents. Lakami does and did none of that. In fact, he drove away NBA fans. LeBron is simply unintelligent in book smarts and in common sense. Have you ever heard one thought-provoking comment about sports or life from LeBron. His comments are almost always about him or something about the refs or the other team or his own players not being any good or the coaches being bad. He was beloved by the city that made him famous. I should know. I'm from Ohio. I live 15 minutes from where he grew up. And if you think he did it all on his own, then no wonder you think he's oppressed and he's the greatest of all time. Coaches, players, friends, teachers, family that supported him all had a part in his rise to greatness. But only he is responsible for ruining what could have been the greatest pro athlete of all time. If he wouldn't have flopped and whined and pouted so much, as in storming off the court multiple times in critical games, and also games where moral support and true sportsmanship was needed, he would have been greater. I never had a problem with him leaving my home state of Ohio in the city of Cleveland for greener pastures. The coach at the time of the Cleveland Cavaliers didn't give him any kind of real support to win championships. He was doing it kind of single-handedly. I'm not so naive to think that the NBA isn't a business. The way he made a big show about it, though, having a special on ESPN to announce his departure... It was scummy, self-centered, and sadly, he was younger and did whatever his handlers told him to at the time. And that's bad parenting. He wasn't raised right. You know, it's that kind of permissive parenting that forfeited your country to the communists. Then he comes back to Ohio after he wins two championships in Miami. He wins one for Cleveland. Finally, Cleveland has a championship in something after being... So close, so many times with the Cleveland Indians and the Cleveland Browns. Then he leaves again to what he thinks will be his crowning achievement. Now, he did, in fact, win his final ring in 2020 with the Los Angeles Lakers. And he probably moved there not only to play for the legendary Lakers, but because he has now a production company out there. I know he has a lot of records, scoring records and blocks and minutes played and 
uh, uh, extra extra games played postseason. I know he's been to the finals more than anyone else, but it's his character, the flopping. He's six seven six eight two seventy five, and if you blow on him, he falls over. The whining, the pseudo intelligence. I remember him being interviewed in a locker room holding a cover of Malcolm X's biography. He had zero input. He was just holding the book. It was a prop. Nothing of specific comment to add. No opinion, just pose with the book. He thinks that because he's rich and athletic and now owns a production company, that means he's smart and credible. Not even a little bit. You see, he, like many in Hollywood and Los Angeles, has sold his soul. He has full-on sold out to China. So many people I know personally, like, oh, who cares? Just, just pay attention to his basketball. You have to care. It has to mean something. You know, I remember uh, Charles Barkley a long time back, uh, a Nike commercial. I am not a role model. I understand what he was saying there. It's like, don't, don't rely on me, a professional athlete that your child will never meet probably, to be the role model for your son or daughter. But they still kind of are. Kids look up to them. And what about full-grown adults? Full-grown adults who are older than these players who spend their hard-earned money to attend these games. Shouldn't you at least like the person you're going to? Would you go see a movie of someone? Like, I cannot stand that guy's politics. I can't stand his character. He's a scumbag. I don't like how he treats people. I've heard the stories, whatever. It has to count for something. You can't just ignore people's personal lives track records when it comes to professional athletes and entertainers. After decades of success and admiration from America, after decades of profiting from capitalism at its purest, after decades of being in the spotlight, he, LeBron James, has learned nothing about being a man and wising up. He's the wealthiest little boy who happens to be tall and big of all time. He will die one of the wealthiest, man, what could have been, kind of pro athletes of all time. Can you imagine if he had the likability, the integrity, the moral compass, the humanity of an Ali, a Tom Brady, a Joe Montana? I'm not saying all pro athletes have to be liked, loved, or likable, or lovable. But if you're at that level, Yeah, I hold you to a higher standard. Pronation has standards. People should have standards in who they date, who they associate with, who they do business with, who they look up to, who they watch on TV, who they follow in sports. There's a reason Lakami often heard, shut up and dribble. That that didn't just come out of nowhere. But instead of hearing the underlying message of that, he chose to go with, screw you, I'll do what I want and say what I want. And yeah, he can do that. He has that right. He has that right and the power to ruin what could have been a lifelong love affair with the world and sports fans everywhere. Muhammad Ali was beloved to his dying breath. I guarantee you, Michael Jordan laughs at his antics all the time. Watch that documentary about the Chicago Bulls, and in particular, Michael Jordan's reactions to watching video of LeBron James. 
and how LeBron James simply is and how he's been mismanaging his career from the very beginning. And now this from OutKick.com, your headline. LeBron seems to clap back at Nuggets head coach Michael Malone, shows his enormous ego again. Here's the article. Would you look at that? LeBron James is being a sore loser again. Apparently still salty after his Los Angeles Lakers got swept, swept by the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals, LeBron is throwing shade at Nuggets coach Michael Malone. It all started just before Denver's championship parade when Malone trolled LeBron on the Pat McAfee show. Speaking of the Lakers, I just want you guys to know this is breaking news. I'm thinking about retiring, Malone joked, of course referring to LeBron James' retirement rumors. But no one insults the almighty king of basketball. So LeBron took a break from his European vacation to clap back at the Nuggets coach. LeBron said, minding my business and I hear I'm on your mind that much, huh? Enjoy your light, but just know I'm the sun. I stay on forever. No wonder he's an ignoranus. And as always, pros have it dialed in. Just three comments, all different, all apropos. From Dude Who Shall Not Be Named, take that L on the way out, LaFlop. I'm sorry you didn't get all the attention you deserved as a child. From William Moore, La Bitch, upset he ain't getting no attention. From Grant, dude is absolutely unlikable. Quit acting like a little bitch. And now this. <laughs> and now for step two. Topic number two. Speaking of dudes who are unlikable, well, pretend dudes anyway, a follow-up to last week's story about hate crime hoax perpetrator Ellen Page, who calls herself Elliot as she transitioned to an 88-pound man, this headline from BuzzFeedNews.com. Elliot Page got shingles while shooting Inception because he felt so out of place around Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy. I know a lot of women who'd love to be out of place around Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy. But she got shingles. It's weird. Sometimes in Hollywood, you have to work with members of the opposite sex. Ah, I fucking hate movies. The article says, in his new memoir, Page Boy, a memoir, Elliot Page. Oh, I get it. Your last name is Page, and now you're a boy. Page Boy, the new action movie from Marvel. Anyway... Uh, in his new memoir, she reflects on the highs and lows of her career in Hollywood, shedding new light on some of her most memorable acting performances. Shingles popped out of my spine while filming Inception when I was 22. And explains in the book that although the star-studded cast was delightful to work with, she felt deeply out of place writing, In a cast full of cis men, I did not understand the role I found myself in. Okay, here we go. A, they're men, not cis men. Just men. B, if you didn't understand the role you were in, why did you take the paycheck? Why didn't you mention this to your agent prior to shooting, during shooting, right after shooting? Why'd you talk to your manager about it? Christopher Nolan, the director. The article continues. In her first, it says his, but I'm not playing that game. In her first sit-down television interview since coming out as transgender, Elliot told Oprah that she suffered an anxiety attack after the Paris premiere of Inception due to the intensity of her gender dysphoria. 
There was so much press and so many premieres all around the world, and I was wearing dresses and heels to pretty much every single event. I lost it. It was like a cinematic moment. That night, after the premiere, at the after party, I collapsed. Isn't show business hard? Yes, you, the listener who lost their job and or business due to the vax mandates and pandemic shutdowns. Isn't it hard? Yes, of course, gender dysphoria is a real thing. A rare thing. Funny how it's hitting trendy Hollywood and California more than most places all of a sudden. Funnier yet is how it only took her 15 years to speak out about it. I know. I don't understand. I'm going to coin a new phrase here. It's official. Stale oppression is a thing. Trademark, copyrighted, called it. People claiming to be oppressed years after something happened. Hey, maybe the next hot trend in California will be to chop your own head off. Celebrate headlessness. Torso lives matter. I'm sensing a little sarcasm. If only the people with cancer, Alzheimer's, and COVID vaccination symptoms got this much attention for being brave. Amateur Nation went from, we just want to be left alone, to celebrate us because we're different, or weird, or mentally ill, or perverse. Not on Pro Nation's watch. If you could stalk me, that would really help my show. The good kind of stalking, as in YouTube, at Lou Santini. Facebook, at Lou Santini Entertainment. Instagram, at Lou.Santini3. Truth Social, at Lou Santini3. And every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday on all my social medias. Better yet, leave a review about this podcast, even a like or a thumbs up. Or frankly, if you hate it, say so. And why? I don't have a problem with free speech. This weekend, things in amateur nation that aren't real. On topic number three, next. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for Things in Amateur Nation that Aren't Real, or Nah, We Ain't Buying That No Mo. 
Let's start with a fair, one-tiered justice system. We are talking about the U.S. government, right? Damn right I am. Now that this administration has shown it is lax and lenient on crime, now more than ever, we are seeing who the good people are and those who don't need laws to behave like civilized human beings, and who are the people that will take advantage of any leeway given in the justice system. Most normal people don't commit crime simply because it's wrong, not because it's illegal. Now we're seeing who the drains on society are. If you think our judicial system, at any level, is just fine, you're beyond hope. Few arrests were made during the peaceful protests. No bail policies exist in various large cities. No prosecution for shoplifters stealing under, what, 900 bucks in Los Angeles? Black-on-black crime has one kind of sentence. White-on-black crime, a different sentence. Black-on-white crime, also a different sentence. Biden weaponizing the FBI against parents, armed IRS agents, Hillary Clinton and Benghazi. The 33,000 emails stored classified documents on an illegal server in her basement bathroom destroyed evidence. Nothing? No arrests of Epstein Island clients? Fauci isn't behind bars for flat-out lying during testimony? And the big one, Trump arrested for what comes down to a filing error, a misdemeanor at best. See last week's episode during my Three Pro Things segment with Mark Levin's mic drop rant. But President Coloring Book's treasonous acts and his son's acts has him sending $200 billion to Ukraine so he could accept what is now believed to be up to $30 million in bribes. And there are 17 audio recordings to prove it. Not to mention the boxes of classified documents he kept at home in an unsecured place before he was president. Hunter Biden gets a quiet plea deal. A misdemeanor charge and no jail for owing $1.2 million in back taxes to the IRS and lying on a federal form when getting a background check to buy a gun? The very thing his corrupt daddy wants to champion? You really think Donald Trump Jr. would have gotten that treatment? You, the listener? You don't find it odd that when the recordings were found to exist that Trump was arrested? You think that's normal? Oh, that's right, because you're an amateur and you hate Trump for the racism. He hates women. He lies. Don't forget Russia. I know. You didn't hear about this on the Commie News Network, so it must not be true. Instead of acting like sheep, you should find out for yourself. Barisma. Doesn't it sound like yet another drug Pfizer wants you to take? Side effects may include blindness to truth, facts and logic, feelings of denial and fascism. Do not take Barisma if you want to save your country. Moving on. Something else that amateur nation ain't buying no mo. Climate change. Not that we ever did, but we in Pro Nation no longer will entertain climate change nonsense. It's okay, you can say bullshit in here. Oh, thank you, I will. From Copernicus.org, a new study reports the Antarctic ice shelf has grown by 5,305 square kilometers between 2009 and 2019. I guess the only thing melting is the climate change propaganda. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. Wrong! That's wrong! Something else that we're not buying anymore. Equity. Equity is simply no longer a thing. Did you know Seattle police have been told that until further notice, 
they must not enforce any property damage crimes costing less than 750 bucks. So apparently in Seattle, vandalism now legal. That's equity for you. A, so now the cops are property damage estimators and assessors? B, and who exactly is telling police not to protect property damage crimes? Answer, whomever they are, they're communists. C, so that means we pros can drive our cars through the tent cities and homeless encampments in Seattle without repercussion, yes? Entire camps of these lazy, drug-addicted communist squatters aren't worth 750 bucks. You know, we're living in a society! Moving on. Something else pro-nation is not buying or tolerating anymore. Let's do socialism now. Pro-nation has always known it's dumb, doesn't work, is reckless, destroys everything it touches, and in reality is a stepping stone to communism. Just ask North Koreans, who are now banned from killing themselves. Because according to the Korean version of Bob's big boy, Kim Jong-un, he says it's an act of treason against socialism. He's still mad that he has a girl's name and looks like Margaret Cho, who now looks like a man and is no longer funny. Ah, the circle of comedy life. You know, this whole humor fad is pretty much on the way out. How about civil liberties? Nope, we're done with that too. The FBI being weaponized against parents who question what their kids are learning in schools. And the latest, Ohio rhino Jim Jordan has revealed that an IRS agent claimed that he can go into anyone's house at any time. That sound you hear in the background is hundreds of millions of guns being cocked. This particular agent did that very thing and used a fake name to gain entrance to an Ohio taxpayer's home and threatened her. <laughs> Here's the best part. The fake name he gave the homeowner was Bill House. H-A-U-S. I guess Bob Home was too obvious. Yes, I think you're stupid. Oh, and don't forget healthcare trust. Ain't buying that anymore. I mean, how many podcasts, episodes, web pages, TikTok videos, etc., does an amateur need to read before he, she, they believe the biggest crime perpetrated against the world of all time? Answer infinity. But they hear something once on mainstream media, and it's memorized and regurgitated and lived by forever. I went today to the liquor store, bought a bottle of tequila for my girlfriend, and this 20-something guy behind the counter still wearing a mask. I trust very few in the medical field now, and even fewer in big pharma. Here's the latest. Former White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Deborah Burks has admitted she manipulated data and altered CDC guidelines to deceive President Trump. Only a true friend tells you the stuff you don't want to hear. Be sure to stick around for the three pro things segment to hear from someone who is adamant about rebelling against health organizations that think they know what's best for you. And finally, also on the list of not a thing and we ain't buying it anymore, systemic racism, the lack of voter rights, a fair 2020 election, and EVs being good for the environment and society. That goes in my big book of so there's. It's not tapas, it's a la carte. Let's take some bites, shall we? Ow! Crap, I forgot to celebrate Juneteenth. That's for amateurs. Oh, that's right, it's stupid. It's all good. I'll make up for it when I celebrate Augustieth. 
And stick around for three pro things if you want more Juneteenth debunking facts. All right, brace yourself. John Lurch Fetterman has found time to stop being chased by villagers to speak, well, utter sounds, anyway, while standing next to another brilliant orator, President Coloring Book, to discuss the recent bridge collapse in Pennsylvania while Lurch goes full porky pig. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge here, and he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick fast as well too this is a president that is committed to infrastructure yeah and then on top of that that the, the jewel uh kind of a uh, uh, law of the infraction uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this all across the america getting rebuilt Finally, we're using that infraction bill to fix the infrastructure. I just hope the delegation gets it fixed quick and fast as well. The one thing he got right was calling Biden a collapsed bridge. It's like listening to Porky Pig. Imagine him during foreplay dirty talk. I I I, I want to uh, uh, stick or uh, or lick your 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 late your 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 library your library menorah and have inter interesting uh, interesting uh, intercourse with you uh, in your body as well. Mimi sola mimi uwaka waka mimi. Iska mimi sola mimi uwaka waka mimi. Yep, diddly oaten doten uwaka waka choten. Yep, diddly oaten doten uwaka waka choten. Former U.S. women's national team soccer player and now commie shill for Subway's edible yoga mats, Megan Rapino, who flip-flops daily between wanting men to compete amongst women now that she's retired to championing actual women's sports to the point of bankruptcy, recently said this about Sue Bird. Pausing for Sue who? She said, congratulations on like arguably the best career that anyone has ever had in the history of any sport ever. Well, like case closed, Megan Rapino has spoken. And no, I'm not telling you who Sue Bird is. She's like the greatest athlete and had the best career in like any sport in like history. You should know this, damn it. Did I ever tell you you're a dick? Heard it. Hey Biden, if America's kids belong to the government, then you can start retroactively paying child support to all parents. Well, we're waiting. You know, my girlfriend's birthday is coming up and I asked her if there was anything in particular that she wanted. She said, I don't know, something sentimental, something that'll make me cry. So I got her a dying puppy. Go ahead, amateurs, pretend to be offended as if that actually happened. Besides, amateurs are more concerned with the puppy's pronouns. You just ruined a perfectly good comedy routine. Oh, did you know if you close your locker door after you're done with an exhausting workout at your gym, you might die? Ask any amateur. No country, let alone China, should own American farmland, ever. J.P. Morgan Chase reached a settlement of $290 million over the Jeffrey Epstein case. I know I always pay exorbitant sums of money to people when I did nothing wrong. And by the way, if Trump was on the Epstein Island client list, the list would have been revealed a long time ago. Deny it, amateurs. Well, thank heavens, there are at least three things every week that I can dig up that are done right. These are called pro things. This is three pro things. Here's number one.
here's an angle I had not considered. EVs are detrimental to minorities. Well, all people actually, because electricity-powered cars are about controlling movement. But especially in minority communities. I don't know who this woman is. I, I tried like crazy to, to, uh, to, to research who exactly she is. And yes, it simply doesn't matter. But I found this post on the Heritage Foundation's Instagram page. The Heritage Foundation Instagram page. It's a conservative organization founded in 1973, 50 years ago, with 500,000 members. And here is this woman spelling it out for not only minorities and poorer communities, but for everyone on how electric vehicles hurt the poor and minorities. Take it away. I think one of the things that Americans need to realize is the whole goal is to lower your standard of living. That's the primary goal. They're not concerned about if the vehicle is going to work, if it fits your lifestyle. People, especially in minority communities, can turn the smallest amount of car ownership into income. If I have a private vehicle, I can drive a little bit further, get a job that pays a little bit more. I can work extra hours. That gives me opportunities to build skills. They don't want that. They want people who are permanently dependent on the government. They want control. They tried this experiment already in the black community, and it worked. Decline standards of living, create socialism, create control. Number two. Kurt Russell is one of my all-time favorite actors. Why he doesn't have at least a Lifetime Achievement Oscar is beyond me. And just when I couldn't like him more, he tweets this. These are the things the Dems have promised to abolish if they regain power. The first, second, fourth, fifth, and Sixth Amendments, Senate, Electoral College, Supreme Court, Borders, ICE, and probably a few things I neglected to mention. Can we declare them enemies of the nation yet? And number three. Ah, Juneteenth. A time to reflect on that great moment when the slaves were emancipated. A good thing, of course. A landmark event. Funny how we just now started celebrating it. And right around the 4th of July. You know, when the entire country escaped tyranny from England. But we need more race-based holidays. Right, amateurs? Also funny how we don't hold a grudge against England anymore besides the occasional humorous jab. In fact, we're supposedly allies. Anyway, here's brilliant-minded Charlie Kirk with some information amateurs just might want to listen to. Now, I recommend that you, the pro listening to this show, find an amateur who thinks Juneteenth is legit and a good thing and bookmark this episode and play this audio clip for them. Stand back as their head begins to shake in denial, their brain triggered with anxiety, and their mouths as they begin to form the words, well, you're just racist. Take it away, Charlie. When did slavery end in the United States? Great question. It began to end in 1777, a process of decoupling from an ancestral evil where we have more people in the world right now that are, ensla- that are slaves today than back then. The process began 1820s. The debate reignites because of John C. Calhoun, the creation of the cotton gin. We fight a war over it. We win the war and slavery is abolished. That's a pretty awesome track record for a country that inherited an evil that every other country prior to it had. It was the West that got rid of slavery. It was William Wilberforce. It was John Edwards. It was George Whitfield. It's easy 
to kind of do your thing like, well, it's terrible, it's bad. Yes, it's easy to call balls and strikes on a society you didn't create. It's easy to try to lecture the rest of the country. Be like, you know, these people are so terrible for something you didn't toil for or sacrifice for. There's an email address that stags you a free No Amateurs t-shirt. It's my email, lou at lucantini.com. And if you go to lucantini.com, you'll see all the things needed to click to get you to all my social medias. Instagram, Facebook, Getter, LinkedIn, Truth Social. And catch my Dry Bar Comedy special, Amateur Nation. And you can find that at drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick fast as well too this is a president that is committed to infrastructure yeah and then on top of that uh, the the jewel uh kind of a yep diddly oat and dotin ooh wacka wacka yep diddly oat and dotin ooh wacka wacka